What is going on, everybody? Welcome back inside the lab to your source for hockey and fantasy hockey news, degenerate gambling breakdowns, and everything you need to make sure your fantasy hockey team is in tip-top shape. And on today's episode, we're breaking down all of the latest injury updates from around the NHL. Matt Boldy, Kirby Doc, what does it mean for your squad? Are the Ducks a legit fantasy threat? And of course, big-time bets. Let's tap in and let's get this paper. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Tuesday, everybody, and welcome to the Tuesday episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. I am joined, as always, by my esteemed co-host, Mr. Steele Roden. And on this side of the microphone, it's your boy, Big Flip Livingstone. And thank you so much and sincerely for making us your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Steel, the NHL is back in full swing. You and I could not be happier. We're a bunch of busy cats trying to cover all these angles. Tonight, we got a nine-game betting board that, of course, you and I have a couple of juicy picks. I know that you're trying to bounce back. I'm trying to keep things rolling. I'm excited to get to that conversation at the end of the episode. As always, the Ducks looking pretty good early on. We got small sample sizes of bound steel, but you know, we got to break down all of these intriguing angles, good and bad. Some really good players, Frankie Vetrano going off for a Hattie. What does it mean? I like some of these young pieces, you know, Lucas Dostal has been on my radar. We'll talk about the ducks, but up front and perhaps most importantly, Matt Boldy out week to week. Kirby Doc looking like it could be very serious, could potentially be a season ender for him. I want your take first and foremost on Matt Boldy, a player who was off to a strong start, goal and an assist, looking like he was just starting to settle in, a guy we have a lot of high hopes for. We don't know a ton about the breakdown. Right now it's saying week to week with an upper body injury. Yeah, it's a little bit of a, a weird situation. I'm not exactly how he got injured uh, in, in that last game against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Maybe it was an off-ice situation, but... As of right now, that's you know sort of what we're aware of is he's out week to week, out on a week to week basis. Uh, you know, Bill Guerin said it's not something as serious to put him on the LTIR. So this is a player that you're obviously going to move over to the IR uh, mm-hmm. on your fantasy roster. And again, we're going to talk about a couple of players maybe from the Anaheim Ducks that you can fill that position for Matt Boldy. You know, in that forward category, or, you know, a, a left wing category or a left wing position. So there's a couple of guys we're going to talk about from the Anaheim Ducks or just players, uh, you know, players that we've talked about on last episode as well off the waiver wire that you could absolutely go target right now. But this is going to be a big loss, obviously, for the next couple of weeks for the Minnesota Wild. This is one of their star players right behind Kirill Kaprizov. We know sometimes this team struggles to get yes. things done offensively yes. when even when they're in the game, sometimes they're a little bit streaky. So without mm. Matt Boldy, you're going to mm. have to look towards Ryan Hartman, Marcus Johansson, Matt Zuccarello, who does his thing. Eric Sinek, uh, who's just an absolute uh, workhorse for the Minnesota Wild. But mm. all of those guys, even in the bottom six, you know, maybe Patrick Maroon will step up and get in front of the net and bury something. Obviously, this is not a guy you want to go out and target for your fantasy team. But mm. what I'm getting at is someone's going to have to step up. Someone's going to have to step up in the absence of Matt Boldy for the next couple of weeks. 
the point that you made early on there, Minnesota last year finished 23rd in overall scoring. You made the point that they do sometimes struggle to get it done offensively and losing Matt Boldy is obviously critical. What's most interesting still is, and I think uh, we were all over Matt Boldy to start the year, and I know two points in two games, he's not breaking records, but you can't help but feel that. And even still, hopefully he's able to come back because you also made the other key point here. You're not dropping this player. Not even close to thinking about it. You're putting him on the IR, all of the upside. He's 22 years old. Keeper dynasty, you're obviously keeping him. He took a hit from Morgan Riley midway through that third. That's where he got a little bit banged up there. Maybe that was it. That's the speculation. We're only speculating there. We really don't know. But at the end of the day for me with this is if he is out even five to ten games, let's say, Steele, the Minnesota Wild are going to be in a really good fight for the top three positions in that division. And I really don't think they want to be dealing with wild cards out West. So if Boldy can't come back over the next couple of games and they do start to struggle offensively, you know, the pressure goes on Kaprizov. We know he can be streaky. You made that point as well. You know, you're Minnesota wild, but this is the thing. Make sure you stash them and you go out there and have a look. Check out yesterday's waiver wire episode. A couple of good forwards out there. We'll get to the Ducks. There's a couple of good forwards there. But another forward steal dealing with a very serious injury is Kirby Doc. And they're saying it could be an ACL and MCL tear in his knee. And I said to you off air, this is a guy off to a good start and just seems to not be able to get any luck with his health. This is a player who has been caught and continues to have the injury bug. You know, there's, there's a numerous amount of players in the NHL who just can't seem to wait, can't seem to get away from the injury bug. And Kirby yeah. Doc is one of them. Never played a full season in his NHL career. The most he's ever played is 70 games uh, in his last year with the Chicago Blackhawks. And he only had 26 points. So mm -hmm. clearly struggling there. A pretty decent season, I guess you could say, last year with the Montreal Canadiens. 38 points Not bad, yeah. in 58 games. I still think the peripheral, you know, obviously the peripheral stats would have been yeah. a little bit higher if he plays the entire season. But even if he does, and what I've seen so far, uh, you know, in his first four NHL seasons, this kid is not living up to the third overall pick that he was no. supposed to be uh, back in 2019 with the Chicago Blackhawks. No. You know, we've obviously, again, there's a lot of young players in the in the NHL right now struggling to find their way. Alexi Lafreniere being one of them, Capo Caco one of them. Uh, you know, mm. clearly, you know, Quentin Byfield hasn't really been given a shot. We're expecting him to do mm. that this uh, this upcoming season. Falls into the same category, though. I'm with you. Yeah, also in the same category. But Kirby Doc has just not been one of the guys that mm. I really like for my fantasy team. I never try to even go out and target him. I never even look at him off the waiver wire. Off the waiver wire. Mm. And again, this is just a player who, no matter what he does, you can always expect an injury to come up at some point in the season. So if he could be, he could be off to a great start, you pick him up and then he's injured next week. So I always try to stay away from Kirby doc. And because of those reasons, to me, the peripheral stats are just too low and he just gets injured too often. Such a promising junior career, six foot four, 210 plus pounds, just a prototypical kind of prospect coming up through the ranks the way he did that you couldn't help but love. He gets drafted by the Blackhawks looks pretty good in his first year for the most part. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he disappointed, but he did have like, you know, those flashes of being able to get it done. 
but this is just another blow to, and yeah, two points, two assists in two games, 13 minutes of ice time, not a ton to like get overly excited about, but he was finally seemingly to find his game. He was being effective on the ice. The Montreal Canadiens needed him this season. And I think the fact that we're even talking about MCL or ACL, if you do have Kirby doc, I'd be dropping him basically immediately and moving on from this player. And if it is keeper dynasty, I'd be moving on from him all together. We'll be moving on to the Anaheim ducks in a minute, right after the break. And of course, big time bets to wrap up the show. Shout out to the mustache gang and shout out to game time. Today's episode is brought to you by game time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event and game time. It's the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all sports music comedy and theater events near you with killer last minute deals all in prices views from your seat and the best price guarantee game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets there's nothing worse deal than rushing around at the gate your app doesn't work your codes don't work you can't get your tickets up and you end up missing your time at your favorite event take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use code locked on nhl for 20 bucks off your first purchase terms apply again create an account redeem code l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n-n-h-l for 20 bucks off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed and thank you so much for making the locked on fantasy hockey podcast your first listen every single day we are a part of the locked on podcast network where you can find your favorite team from all four major sports leagues including the ncaa your team every single day. And, you know, looking at this Anaheim Ducks team, and mm. it, it kind of seems like they're still in the offseason right now. Like, the NHL season started October 10th, last Tuesday. They've yeah. only played two games in the last week, which is a little bit surprising. A lot of teams have already played three or maybe even four games. Uh, so the An- Anaheim Ducks got uh, – they didn't even play their first game until uh, until the Saturday uh, you know, four days after the NHL season started. So they got yeah. a little bit of extra rest to start the year. Maybe that's what got Frank for Toronto going hat trick against the Carolina Maybe. hurricanes in a six, three win. Lucas Dostal got a big dub as well. Oh, interesting. That's going to be interesting. Again, like the Anaheim ducks have some pieces that they could move around. If they want this rebuild to, you know, kind of pick up some steam, John Gibson, I don't know. might be on the way out, but where do you want to start? Lucas Dostal, Frank for Toronto had a big night. Yeah. Well, I'd like to start at net because Alex Stalock, for some reason, I don't know why. Like, what what happened in game one? Like, I was looking at these stats. Alex Stalock was in net. Why weren't they going with Dostal from the jump? I'm looking at the box score right now. <laughs> what happened? What's going on? Is that even right? Where was where's John Gibson at? Is he hurt? Like, am I am I totally missing the boat on this one, Steele? Because I have no idea. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. When I look at Lucas Dosnell in there and, you know, he is a backup and he has the the capability. That's my overall take with this Anaheim Ducks situation overall. And I swear this is some sort of NHL glitch. And no, I haven't had that many wobbly pops. (laughs) I didn't even know Stalock was still in the NHL. They get pumped 7-1. Wait, this is this is I'm looking at am I looking at exhibition? I think you're looking at the wrong game right now. No, I'm looking at Zona Ducks. 
October 7th. Oh, was this exhibition? Is yeah, that's what? exhibition. Yeah, First game was go. against the Vegas okay, Golden Knights. Okay, <laughs> I was like, holy crow. I'm, miss, I'm messing this up oh. real bad. But the main takeaway is it holds true. Lucas Dostal performed really well the other night. And you and yeah. I have had an eye on this guy. Oh, my God, Alex Stalock's not in the NHL. Now we're back, Steele. He has the ability to get it done as a number one, and I think we saw it the other night in that nice performance that the Ducks put up all around. Mason McTavish gets a couple of points. Frank Vitrano has three goals. He has eight shots, four pims so far. He's fantasy relevant for sure, and I like the balance of the top six already, Steele. Adam Henrique, Trevor Zegras, Troy Terry up front on the top line. Frank Vitrano, Mason McTavish, and Ryan Strom looked really, really good the other night. I think I'm liking what's going on with the Ducks overall. Now that we know Alex Stalock's not playing in that, how are you feeling about the Ducks overall? Yeah, look, you've talked a lot about Lucas Dostal and what he could potentially bring to this Anaheim Ducks team. Uh, team, And we know that John Gibson has been on the trading block, it seems like, for the last couple of seasons. It just never mm-hmm. happens. Uh, for whatever reason, the Anaheim Ducks are just re- refusing to pull the trigger on John Gibson and trading him away. Again, that would be a great start to get this rebuild going up a little bit faster to where you want, where you expect and where you want this team to be. But there are a few pieces on this team, like you mentioned. Ryan Strom, I think, is very underrated in what he's brought. You know, even his time with the New York Rangers, I thought he was excellent with them. Frank Vitrano had a very, very, very decent season last year. Don't look at the plus minus category because he was minus 29, but 41 points, 22 goals in 81 games. He brings the peripherals, had 231 shots, 75 blocks, and 86 hits uh, for the Anaheim Ducks last year. Also a little bit on the power play, had uh, nine points on the power play. So it doesn't get a ton of, uh, of minutes on special teams or on the, on the power play unit. But nonetheless, he does a lot of it even strength, five on five. And he seems to get it done at a very consistent rate, mm-hmm. uh, especially last year. So Frank Vertrano and both Ryan Strom are very underrated uh, assets to any fantasy team if you need someone in your depth charts. Most definitely. And this is one of those things when you take a look at fantasy – Don't forget, looking into bad teams is almost always worth it. And I'm actually thinking that this Anaheim Ducks team is going to be a lot better this year. Jamie Drysdale has looked great. You know, they get outperformed by the Vegas Golden Knights in game one. That was the game I was trying to look up. Now (laughs) I'm back, baby. Alex Stalock wasn't in there. Hello, I'm okay. 6-3 against the Carolina Hurricanes, though, is impressive. And we saw a very impressive win against the Arizona Coyotes on opening night. And yeah, they're small sample sizes, but the arrows are starting to point in the right direction for these clubs. And before everyone catches on as an astute hockey GM, this is those these are the situations that you want to pounce on and make sure that you get a piece of while these teams are on the come up. Are the Ducks going to make the playoffs? Are they even going to make a sniff? No. no. But Mason McTavish is looking great. He's putting up points. Frank Vitrano's forming some nice chemistry. You want a piece of that. Trevor Zegras hasn't even got going. But I'm also really liking what I saw from Jamie Drysdale so far, Steele. And I think that you have him in a couple of our leagues. I dropped uh, him. I dropped him. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. Maybe you're going to go back out there and pick him up. Might have we'll have to. our eyes on the Ducks uh, all season long because – they're going to be one of those groups that I think is on the come up. But seriously, Lucas Dostal is going to get a very, very good look this year. I have him in Keeper Dynasty. And aside from what everything I just said about Vetrano and the upfront crew, Dostal is my number one guy to look at for this Ducks team. Yeah, I think he he has to be at least up there on this team. I don't think he'd be number one for me. I would still be looking towards maybe Mason 
Mason McTavish For as sure. the number one of guy course. who might even still be on the waiver wire because clearly Trevor Zeus, Troy Terry are, yeah, are and, clearly drafted. And let's be clear, they were at the bottom in almost every single category last yeah. year. We just wanted to shine a little bit of light on these ducks. One good performance, the hat trick from Vetrano. Vetrano, we had to have a look at it. We're going to have a look at our bets, though, Steel, because... I'm hyped up for tonight. <laughs> I have a really, really good feeling that we're going to make some money. And I got a same game parlay, what we used to call the big flip triple dip on the way, ready to go, baby. I love that. And I, I do got to say about the Anaheim Ducks went over the Carolina Hurricanes. They did catch the Hurricanes on the end of a back-to-back because they did mm. play the LA Kings the night before and ended up winning in a shootout. So maybe it wasn't their best effort, but nonetheless, they got the dub against the Carolina Hurricanes in a 6-3 win. Lucas Dostal, 9-14 save percentage, 24 out of 25 saves uh, for, for the young goaltender who could potentially uh, make a case for himself as that number one. Third guy. rounder, uh, baby. Third rounder. Third rounder. He's making a case. Uh, he's got the potential to do good things for the Anaheim Ducks. Again, they just got to figure out how to get this rebuild going a little bit faster, and they'll be hmm. on their way. And we are on our way to big time bets very very soon but this episode is also brought to you by FanDuel snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel America's number one sports book right now new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet that's $200 in bonus bets win or lose if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel there's no better time to get into the action than right now the app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. And, of course, Flip is going to get to his big flip, triple dip, the same mm-hmm. game parlay, which we both love doing every single night across all different leagues, football, basketball, NHL, of course. We are hitting that every single Fact. night. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season right FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel official partner of the NFL. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Continue to hit the subscribe, hit the follow button, leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. Flip and I appreciate all the love and support you show this podcast every single day, seven o'clock in the morning. We cannot be doing this without you guys and gals. So thank you so much for tuning in. We've got over 1,100 subscribers uh, now on YouTube. We've hit, you know, we've, we've we've gotten like over 250 just this last month and a half alone. Huge. So thank you, everybody out there for tuning into the show uh, and making this your first listen every single day. We're going to try to uh, make you some money now. Big time bets. Where We're going to try. Money? We're going to try. We're going to try. Flip has been succeeding. Uh, I'm 50-50 right now. It's it's early in the season, but we're trying to get back at it. You're bouncing back. You're week. bouncing back. The Big locks of the night are coming around for you. Lock of the night have always been my uh, my forte. That's always my that's, that's always my sweet spot right there. But mm. getting all three of them to hit is the tricky part for myself. That is the name of the game, isn't that it, is the deal? But you know what? This is obviously the kind of show where you guys come here. You like to hear our advice. You want to hear what we're looking at, what we're saying. You guys also know what you're doing. Make sure you're betting a safe amount. Make sure you're doing your research. And if you're not feeling it, lay off. You don't always have to make a bet. But tonight isn't one of those nights, baby. Steel, I'm feeling my big flip triple dip, but I'm going to leave that to you if you're ready for your picks. Or would you like me to fire off all three of mine? Yeah, you go ahead and start us off. Giddy up then, because I just want to give a shout out to FanDuel number one, but number two. The Edmonton Oilers are already cheesing me. 
they're cheesing me, Steele. Game one, they get the doors blown off them. Game two, it's disappointing again. I don't know if you saw the clip of Zach Hyman's interview post-game. Zach Hyman is also cheesed, and he might be having a look over what's going on in Toronto. No, I'm kidding. I'm not. He's not going there. But the Edmonton Oilers need to wake up and wake up in a real hurry or else I'm going to stop losing money on them and I'm going to stop bigging them up as one of the teams that I expect to take home the cup this year. Anyway. When you look at this matchup against the Nashville Predators, we know the Nashville Predators are a club in flux. The Edmonton Oilers need a win so badly, and it's already two games into the season, that I'm scared to see what happens if they lose one or two more in a row. As in, it's a must-win situation already, and we're one week into the season. So let me ride with this angle. The Edmonton Oilers are 8-0-2 in their last 10 against these Nashville Predators including eight and one in their last nine. So I'm going with the Oilers heavy on the money line, minus 143, getting a pretty good price. I'm going to go with the over 6.5 total goals, and I'll tell you why. The last three games against these two teams have produced a total of, let me tally this up, nine, seven, and 11. I believe that's nine, seven, and 11. It's a whole bunch of goal steal. It's something like 20 plus, and they've all gone over the total. So give me the over 6.5 at a minus 130 odd. And I can't talk about the Edmonton Oilers without talking about Connor McDavid. In 19 career games against these national predators in his regular season career, he has nine goals and 24 assists for 33 points. So I'm taking the over one and a half points or two anytime points, whatever it is on FanDuel. I'm putting them all together in a same game parlay. And I'm expecting this Edmonton Oilers team to show up in a very, very big way. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely been a, a bit of a struggle for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, obviously getting blown out eight to one in game one. They lose four, three again against the Vancouver Canucks. 27 goals in the last three games. I had to add yeah, that. Yeah. Just, just has not been great, but you know what? I'm also with you, but I'm also taking a different angle uh, with the Oilers for this one. Oh. I don't think they come out flat footed on the road against the Nashville Predators. They've obviously lost the first two games. They got smoked. They don't know what's happening in the goal crease. Okay, hit me. You know Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisett are coming out, coming out on all cylinders. I'm taking yep. the Oilers on the puck line at plus 146. Ooh, You've already okay. said it yourself. 8-0-2 in their last 10 games against the Nashville Predators. They're going to get it done, and they're going to come out swinging hard. Oilers puck line plus 146 is my first pick of the night. Love it. Second pick of the night. This one is a 50-50 because in the last 10 games, each team has won five times. But I'm going to take the Canucks on the money line on the road against the Philadelphia Flyers, minus 138. Ooh. I still think the Flyers are one of the worst teams in the league. Canucks Thank have come you, out okay. hot to start off the season. And I think you're getting a pretty decent odd at minus 138 right now. So Canucks money line uh, is my second pick, my third pick of the night. Colorado and Seattle under six and a half at minus 124. Nine of their last 10 games have gone under the number. Uh, and typically it's gone under five and a half. So I'm going to take the under six and a half at minus 124. I know it's the beginning of the season, but again, from what I've seen over the track record with these three teams or these two teams, under six and a half is the way to go. So mm -hmm. minus 124 for the under six and a half, plus 146 for the puck line, and minus 138 for Canucks money line. And the Canucks money line is my lock of the night. Bang. Hey, 2-0 and for the Canucks, slaying the beast in Edmonton both yeah. times. Offense is clicking. 
you know, Connor Garland, his name's been mentioned quite a bit the last couple of weeks. He's looking like he's ready to get out of Vancouver because he's played very well. Um, I'm liking these bets, deal. I might have to not only do a same-game parlay, I might have to just throw your picks together on a parlay. I'm thinking you're due for a big night. We're due for a big night. We're here all week. Bets all here all week long. Make sure you're tapped in on Twitter. Make sure you're tapped in on YouTube and across everywhere you find your favorite and hottest content, baby. Steel, you and I are just getting warmed up. We're heating up, and so are the big-time bets. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Make sure you're tuning in Monday through Friday, 7 o'clock in the morning Eastern time is when you can find all of our episodes on YouTube and your favorite podcast platform. And again, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there, and we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.